Welcome to the Unique Mums Podcast. My name's Anna, and I'm a wife, mum, author, blogger, and Jesus follower, bringing you biblical truth, devotions, and encouragement so you can find joy, purpose, and hope as you navigate through motherhood, one cold cup of coffee at a time. You can find the episode show notes, free devotions, and a lot more information at uniquemums.co.uk. Hello, Mum. Welcome back to the Unique Mums podcast. My name's Anna, and I'm doing a series on slow living at the moment here on the podcast. So during this series on slow living, I've been talking about managing our time, slowing down, spending time with God, and also I've been talking a little bit about technology and specifically social media. So last week I had a lovely conversation with my friend Erica Clay about social media and she shared a little bit about her testimony which was really lovely to hear and I talked a little bit about my experience as well but today I'm going to go into a little bit more detail. Okay so when it comes to social media I used to have a lot of accounts on social media just a few weeks ago in fact. I had a Twitter account, I had a Facebook account, I had an Instagram account, I had a YouTube account, I had LinkedIn, and I had Pinterest as well. In fact, with Instagram, I even had two different accounts. And on Facebook, I had three different pages. I had my blog page, I had my author page, and I had my personal page as well. So you could say that I had a lot of social media. And the reason why was because I used different platforms for different things. So I used Pinterest for my blog specifically, so to pin images onto boards, images for my blog and actually my podcast as well. And then I used YouTube as a way of getting my podcast to more people. Then I used Facebook and Instagram for my author pages and blog pages. I used Twitter more specifically for connecting with other writers. And then I had LinkedIn, which to be honest, I didn't really use much. So anyway, um, a few weeks ago, I came to a conclusion about all of my social media. And that was that God was calling me to break up (laughs) with social media. And this is, uh, I'm laughing a little bit about this because it's kind of funny when you think that I had so many different accounts. But it really was, it wasn't just from one day to the other. Actually, it was a process where God had been speaking to me for a few years maybe already. He'd already been talking to me about social media specifically. Like he'd already been showing me that it could have a negative impact on me because it was very distracting and also... I felt quite pressured with social media to put out certain content and all of that. So, um, yeah, but only more recently did I really feel that God was calling me to actually break up with social media. Okay, so now I'm going to be sharing you my five reasons for breaking up with social media. Okay, so the first reason is that social media was very time-consuming and addictive as well, to be honest. So... If we, I think most of us can admit to this, that social media can be very time consuming. And part of that is because the more we use it, the more we tend to then use it. So 
there is that side of things. So the more content you create on the platforms, the more likely it is that you're going to go back on the platforms to check for engagement, for example. And this was one of my things. So I did use social media specifically to show off like either my writing or just my content in general. My heart is a writer. So I would share content that I would say is good in itself. But the truth was when I would share that on social media, I would then feel like I needed to check like for engagement. And sometimes I would even engage with others to help my content also have more visibility, which I admit is not the best thing to do because it's self-seeking. <laughs> but I did do this and I know a lot of people do it as well. And I think a lot of this is related to the platforms themselves, they've been designed around the engagement for profit business model. And so what they really want is for us as content creators and consumers to get into this mindset that we need to be engaging on there, that we need to be creating content because we get rewarded when we do and when we don't go on the platforms, when we just um, schedule posts, which, which I did a lot as well. If we just schedule posts and then we don't go on there, we just don't get rewarded in the same way. And this is how the platforms work. So this is very a very specific thing with social media. And in the book that I'm writing at the moment, I did a lot of research about social media because I was writing specifically about God's will for us as Christians to be more like Jesus in embracing the moment before us, in embracing community, embracing even our tasks and work without always getting distracted and so I did a bit of research about social media specifically on why it's so distracting and yes it, it really is designed in a certain way to addict us and therefore distract us from other things of course so when I was doing this research I really could see how it was having that impact on me sometimes in some seasons more than others but the truth was it was having that impact on me of addicting me because I would want to go onto the platforms to see how my posts were doing and I'd go onto the platforms to sometimes engage with others in order to also get engagement and all those kind of things. And I just felt God showing me that this wasn't healthy, that it wasn't good. So this was the first reason. The second reason I decided that it was time for a social media break was because of what I would call fickle algorithms. So this is still kind of related to what I was saying before, but social media does have very changeable algorithms. They're always changing. And like I was saying before, when I first used uh, social media, so I started using it more actively in 2020, when I started writing my first book. And I just felt like at the time I could post things and people would see what I posted and it was good. And then after a bit, those kind of posts I used to have didn't really seem to work and then it was more about reels and then when I started creating more reels I realized that not all of the reels were also getting visibility so to actually do well with social media I started realizing you had to keep changing tactics as it were you would have to change how you posted how often what you did what you didn't do if you used hashtags if you didn't and you know 
it's true that certain platforms maybe do work in that way but to be honest I didn't feel comfortable with this and this was something that I started feeling as I was doing this research but something that I'd already felt for a while but when I was doing this research for my book I realized that it was something in myself as well that, that wasn't really good that I just felt that when I create content I want to create the content that makes sense that I feel that God is showing me to share with others without worrying about whether it's with a certain hashtag or not you know so I just felt that having this kind of fickle algorithm is something that I have to consistently pursue and worry about and stress about was not really something that God wanted for me so this was uh, one of the second reason why I decided to take this social media break the third reason was because I started noticing on social media platforms more specifically I would say Instagram Facebook as well when I went on it but I didn't go that often and maybe Twitter as well that a lot of the content seemed to be or at least the content that comes up more on the home feed which is where we usually go was very curated and filtered so I just felt like a lot of it was driven by this influencer culture where you post certain things and say things a certain way or more salesy things and this is because the people who are paying to boost their posts for more people to see obviously they're usually selling a specific thing which is understandable but when you go onto social media more to connect with others that's that's not always what you want to see like more salesy type of content and yeah just even on YouTube sometimes it feels like certain captions or certain thumbnails they can be a bit kind of curated they're more to get clicks or um, certain topics certain titles and so this is one thing that I was also not particularly comfortable about and it just felt more specifically with Instagram when I was scrolling through Instagram I just felt that engagement was higher on certain types of content especially like a really good resolution or lighting really nice graphics and not always the message the message wasn't always good in some cases it was but in other cases sometimes the message wasn't even like particularly great it seemed to be more about the aesthetics and that's a problem for me because I'm always I think that's fine like having nice visuals is good and that's fine and I look when I put photos for my blog for example I try to get pictures that I like and all that but I think the message is always the basic thing that needs to be right and and sometimes on Instagram I felt that it was more about what things looked like rather than the core message behind the content and so this was something that was um, I wasn't really comfortable with and then the fourth reason why I felt God calling me to do this social media break was that I felt a certain pressure to feed the platforms and this is specifically about myself as a creator as a blogger as a podcast and as an author I felt like I had to post like once a week or twice a week or three times a week and I needed to keep engaging with other pages and other things in order to for my content to be visible as well 
and even the thing of the numbers like how many followers I had how many likes how many comments all this which I understand in one sense since it is a community place it's good for there to be comments for example but I think sometimes when we use these platforms it can be a bit about the numbers how many people post on our or how many people comment on our posts how many people like our content and the truth is that not everyone sees our content and so sometimes like evaluating our content based on these metrics doesn't make sense because the truth is not everyone sees our content because we're not in my case I wasn't always on the platforms engaging with others either because I had other things to do I couldn't just be on social media and yeah it's just not a very good way of seeing our our content because we're evaluating evaluating it from the standpoint of popularity but without realizing that people aren't even seeing our content in the first place a lot of the time so this thing of feeding the platforms and the numbers and the metrics was something that was getting to me a bit as well. And I think it's also this thing of approval. So when I'm on, when I was on social media, I should say, because now I've nearly cut out everything. But when I was on social media, it could become a bit more of this thing of trying to gain people's approval, trying to gain likes and comments. But I, I really feel that God is calling me more for his approval so when I create content just to look at the thing that look at the things that he wants for me and not worry about whether it has so and so likes or so and so comments so and then number five this is another thing which I don't think many people talk about but this is my final reason for letting go of social media and that is misperception of others now what I mean by this is that sometimes within social media there can be some misperception. So sometimes we both misjudge others and we are misjudged by others based on each other's highlight reels, so the things that we do share on social media or even the small glimpses into each other's lives. So we get this idea from social media that what people are posting is their entire life when in fact it's just a very small amount of their life and so it can create this misperception of things when we're just posting even if we're posting a lot we're just posting very small fragments of our lives but the way it seems on social media is that that thing that small thing which is very small it feels like a really big thing and so we misjudge others and we are misjudged by others because of this because it just feels like these things that we're posting are our entire life when in fact they're just highlights from our life or small glimpses into our life they're not the whole picture and so that's one side of things the other side of things is also that Sometimes with social media, we can get offended when our friends don't like our content, but then we see them liking other people's content. And as I said before, this is usually because people don't see all of our content. So sometimes we post things that other people don't see. Um, but we can get this idea that, oh, so-and-so liked my friend's post, but they didn't like mine, so we can get offended or we can 
just get upset when people don't answer our messages or whatever it is, it can easily become this thing where we don't, we're not really communicating effectively because we're not really seeing the whole picture. And so this social media misperception is something that I think is very real and people don't always talk about. And this is actually one of my reasons for leaving. And specifically Facebook was one, one of the things because I had, as I said, I had two profile pages or rather I had an author page, a blog page and my personal profile page. And I had this kind of presence there, but I didn't go on Facebook much. And sometimes I would get messages from people and I wouldn't see them till weeks after because I just didn't go onto Facebook that much. And then I started realizing that people could actually see the content I was posting because I was using it through Instagram but then they wouldn't understand why I wasn't answering their messages. And that can also be a problem if you're kind of present on a platform, but not really present. And so that's one of the reasons why I also decided to leave Facebook, even though it was one that I wasn't using actively. So it wasn't as addictive maybe, but then because I had a presence there, but then because I was auto posting through Instagram, but then not really going on the messages that could also be a bit problematic. So this is one of the reasons why I left Facebook specifically. So those are the main, I would say more kind of negative reasons why I went off the social grid. But I do have three positive reasons that I wanted to share with you. And the first positive reason is that I really feel like God has been calling me to focus more on face-to-face -face relationships so when I'm with people, actually being present with those people instead of getting distracted with social media on my phone, for example, but also having more this aspect of focusing on face-to-face -face relationships and also deeper forms of community in general. So I still want to have online community, but I don't want it to be based on platforms that have fickle algorithms like Instagram because I just feel that sometimes we become a bit like puppets because people don't always see our content because we don't go on there enough and then um, all those other reasons I gave before so I really want to use more of an um, online community that's sturdy and that works well and I'm still looking into this because I really want to have more community with other Christian women and I think that is important but I just don't want to use social media so yeah and then in number two so another positive reason is that I really felt God calling me to uh, to really improve my ability to meditate, think, and work deeply. And what I mean by this is that as an author, the thinking process and the working deeply process is really, really important. And I feel like I'm actually, by saying no to social media, I'm actually going to be able to write better and think more deeply because whenever I used to use social media one of the effects of that it had on me besides being distracting is that I couldn't do the same kind of deep focused work so I got a bit glitchy I couldn't concentrate I would be I don't know just generally more distracted and not able to think deeply about things and so I just felt like with this thing of letting go of social media. Yes, I'm saying no to that, but at the same time I'm saying yes to 
a better way of working and expressing and thinking, thinking through like even deeper biblical concepts and Bible study, which is important as a Christian author, and then being able to write better books that will have a better and deeper impact on the people reading those books. So instead of just thinking of my uh, Christian content creation, creation around social media, I'm thinking more about how I can focus on the actual book writing and think deeply and study the Bible and really, yeah, just be able to express myself better in writing as well. And then the third reason is that I really feel that God has been calling me to spend more time with Him. And when I was on social media, it's not like I didn't spend time with God. I did, but I would often get kind of distracted or feel rushed. And I don't know if you notice this when you use social media or not, but with me using social media just made me in general feel more rushed not feel as, um, I don't know, at peace. I can't really explain it with words. I can just say that since I've really reduced social media, I've just noticed that I've been more able just to sit and pray and be with God without feeling that kind of distraction. And also when I go out into nature, and God really speaks to me a lot through nature, and I think he does with a lot of us, but... When I'm in nature, I'm, I'm not worrying about like taking a photo to share on social media. I'm not thinking about a cute little caption or whatever. I'm just there and I'm just watching nature and God is speaking to me through it. And then it's something that I can later write in a book. But yeah, it's just I can focus more. I can focus more on God and what he's speaking to me. So having this time with God and having this deeper focus is really, really important. And so those are the three good reasons. So now you're probably wondering why on earth have I kept Pinterest and YouTube? Well, if you know that, <laughs> maybe you didn't know that, but yes, you might be listening to this on YouTube and you might have found this actually through Pinterest. So yes, I have kept these two social media platforms and there are two reasons I suppose for this, but they're very specific to each one. So I'll start with Pinterest. Now, with Pinterest, the reason I've kept it is, well, one of the main reasons is because I don't find it as addictive. The second reason is because I can use Pinterest in a very low-key kind of way, which means that, for example, I can pin images from my blog onto Pinterest without even going on the platform. So I do that by, I have like a Google Chrome extension thing that allows me to save images directly on my board on my blog that will go onto boards on Pinterest and I'm not even going into the Pinterest feed so that's another thing but then the main thing is that I see Pinterest more as a, as a search engine kind of platform rather than just social media obviously it does have social media elements to it but it doesn't have to be it can be more search engine based with keywords and descriptive titles and that kind of thing so and then with YouTube it's similar because I feel like YouTube also has the social media elements to it but you don't have to use it so much as social media because for example when I use YouTube I use the search bar 
and I sometimes click on a few videos that might come up on my home screen but I don't really scroll through YouTube it's not something I've ever done and I very rarely go into the comments section of YouTube so basically I use it more for searching for specific music or podcasts so I use the search bar or things that I already listen to and that I like sometimes come up on my home feed and then I click on those kind of things that I already know that I like and so I wouldn't say I use it much as social media I don't find it addictive per se like I do listen to things on there just because I like the content itself but I don't like I would easily listen to the, that content on Spotify I don't really watch the videos so yes with YouTube I feel like it's okay to use it because I don't feel that it's addictive and we feel like it's more search engine based I feel like it can be quite organic and it's just another way that I can broadcast my podcast so yeah that's the reason why I decided to keep YouTube as well so yes for today this is it this is what I wanted to share with you but just to let you know that I have the show notes which is a blog post that I created for the unique mums blog even if you're not a mum you can go and check that out and if you are a mum as well of course if you want to see it all written down and yeah, that's it for today. This is actually the last episode in the Slow Living series, but I'll come back for a new series, which is called Missional Motherhood. But before I go, just to let you know that all of these podcast episodes are up on the blog. So if you want to check them out, you can go on the blog and just put the podcast tab at the top. Just click on there and find the different posts. And if you have any questions or comments, please don't hesitate to get in contact with me. I'd love to hear from you, so please, please do. And also, don't hesitate to share the word, share this podcast with other mums who would be blessed by it.